Has he spoken and then not done it? Has he promised and not brought it to pass? Our God and our King, we worship and bless and glorify your holy name. We thank you, the only true God, whose word is as true as he is. We thank you, Father, for the grace you have placed upon our lives, for the things that we have gone through, and for the destination we are going. Father, what you have done so far gives us confidence in the future that the future will be great. For the things that you have spoken concerning us, the things that have been revealed to us by your Holy Spirit, in this season, 2015, and this month, July, as you have promised, you began to bring it to pass. You said this is the month of revelation. I thank you for the people who have encountered you already, for people who have been having visions and revelations about their destiny, about their future, about the church, for the testimony of your appearance to a good number of people, in the church. Thank you, Father, for before the last minute of this month, it shall come to pass that everyone under this covenant of revelation shall encounter you. Father, we bless your name that the devil could not make our faith in you religious. But Lord, that by your spirit we are woken up in our inner man. To know the urgency of the timing that we are in, that the times are short. Father, we pray for ourselves. As you said in the book of Matthew 24, when you began to speak from verse 4, you said, do not be deceived. Because there will be great deception in the last days. And when you began to explain the deception, you said, the love of many will wax cold. We pray for everyone as you have led us in the vigil on Friday. Every member of this church whose love for you have been have waxed cold. They made cold by the enemy by getting them engaged in the things of this flesh as to negate their purpose for living. And so that their prayer life have gone to drain, their commitment to God, their zeal has gone down completely. We agree together as this is the last Sunday of this July that you will visit them before the end of this month. Do not permit the enemy to rob anyone under this umbrella. Help all of us to be awake. For you send the book of Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians in verse chapter 5. That we are not like the children of perdition who sleep. Because you said many shall sleep at this season that we are in. But you said that we are not like them that sleep it. For we are sons of light. I ask you, King of Heaven, that you will wake up everyone that you have brought into this house. Because the trumpet will sound when people, some have slept. It will sound when some have given up hope. When, someone, when people don't even think about you again, you said, the Son of Man will appear. Father, we pray for everyone in this church and everyone who hear my voice across the globe. That you will not allow the enemy to keep us sleeping until the day but you will wake us up before the end of this month that mortal men can see and hear understand and know that your work on earth can advance through each one of us and by the end of this month every life here shall bring glory to god king of heaven we thank you because it's done as we have asked in jesus holy name 
Shall we just open our eyes? Welcome someone beside you in the name of Jesus. What a wonderful day we have. Hallelujah, somebody. You know, before we share the word of God with you, before I share the word of God with you, what I was sharing with you before I traveled, I had gone to Nigeria on a raid. I came back yesterday. And you know, I was met by a young boy in this church. And I want all of you to listen attentively. I was met by a young boy in this church of nine or ten. While some other people came to me who are adults, oh, apostle, welcome and all stuff like that. That was the truth. That was what they said. This young boy came to me and said, Apostle, how was your meeting on Thursday with the PVM ministers in Lagos? That's what the boy asked me. He said, because I was praying for you that day. And I began to, you know, be very concerned. Because this season that we are is the most dangerous season this planet has existed. I was praying for you now in my prayer, you will know what I intend to say. What happened is that Jesus Christ, when they asked him, what would be the sign of your coming back? Listen attentively to me. I want everybody to look at me. Jesus said in verse 4 of 24, chapter of Matthew, watch out that you are not deceived. All right? And he began to talk about war, rumors of war. But he went further down to say that, Many in the church will abandon the Christian faith, which means the practice. And it says that many will wax cold. The love of many will wax cold. But you see, I will teach you about this, I think, in the first week of August, next Sunday. Because I probed into, what I'm doing right now really is this, by the Holy Spirit, I'm probing into Jesus Christ. That is what I'm doing right now. That is proving very much into Jesus Christ. Who is Jesus really? A person, man, and all stuff like that. So that we all can look at various aspects of Jesus' life and conform our life with it. But the greatest problem, or the greatest weapon of Satan today is delusion. Or delusion. Now he said the love of many will wax cold. Then in Thessalonians he went further to say that you are not sons of darkness that you may sleep. But I see that apathy is become the greatest weapon of Satan against the church, including deception. Of course, apathy is part of deception. What the devil does to make you apathetical is that he gives you a lot of problems to frustrate you, some people. And then you say, well, why do I need to pray? You just live your normal life. And some of the people will get you engaged in many activities of the world. Some will get you engaged in desire to be rich, to be rich, to be rich, and you forget the fellowship of, of, of the saints. He will give you several things, engage you several things that will look good, but it will take you away from your zeal for God. Now, what happens if somebody is found in that situation when Jesus comes? The Bible is very clear about it. This fourth trumpet will sound. But you will not hear the first trumpet. You just come to church and find out that some people are missing. They had gone. Now I will teach you on that in next month. Because next month is the month of the Holy Ghost Convention. And those are the people who will now, everything that you have been taught, will come to your brain without paper. Because you will know that everyone remaining on earth are doomed. 
if you are part of that remnant, you will be conscious that you are finished. Why people in the world be having all manners of, um, you know, reasons why people are missing? They started developing one of the most powerful reasons, which is the doctrine of alien. And they'll be telling you that, they've been telling you about alien, you know, aliens have come and taken them away. You who had been in church and have had the gospel, but you have allowed the devil to make you apathetical, you have allowed your love for Christ to grow cold, and at the time of the rapture, you missed the sound. You are the one who will be telling them that, look, this is what Revelation says, you know. Those who don't come to Bible study at that time, they will sleep in church having Bible study because you will have to, you will be the one telling them that this is what the Bible says. Those things that take you away from the Lord that make you apathetical, even if they offer you ten times it, you will hate it. Because you know that now the first reality has happened, the second thing will be three and a half years of good promise, and then within which Christians will be the target, which already has been taking place now by law. Okay, then that will really be launched and it will be implemented. And those who profess to believe in Jesus at that time, the three and a half years of bliss, you will never be happy. Because they will strangulate all your belief. All the things that they will do, the three and a half years of the first seven years, is to, to, to choke people from uh, I mean, uh, really remaining in Christ or accepting the Lord. So that they will, those who knew him will deny him. Okay? Now, this is the issue. The homosexual bill is one of the things they will use. Then the, the um, social, social services is one of the other things they will use. They make money available. They will make you know, prosperity very available. But then it will be on the condition of the mark of the beast. And then they will make life so easy that you, know, you don't have right to criticize another person. Of course, anyone can believe to be a gay, to be a prostitute, to be a homosexual, or, you know, be, to practice bestiality, anything, if we think in a world. Now, after they have done all that, you, your longing soul, will hate it. Because you know that, this, are these people stupid, or are they mad? Do they not know that the people who miss, the Bible talks about it, do they not know that they are with Jesus now? Do they not know that after three and a half years, there will be serious judgment? So, but Holy Spirit is no more enough. So you'll be left with only your thinking. Alright? Now, but after the three and a half years now, the drought of God will begin. The seventh place. And this world, anyone who, in church of God today, who sleep, they will will. You will be beheaded seriously. Publicly, you will be destroyed, you will be mutilated, you will be tortured. Satan will do everything. You know, all evil forces, spirits of hell, they will live hell. They will not be living on earth physically. You know, when the devil, when Lucifer is for walking on earth and you are seeing demons and stuff like that. And people are calling them aliens. And you are saying, ah, these are demons because you had the knowledge of it. Now let me tell you, it will be very terrible for anybody who has been in church to be part of that. Next month, I will help you understand deeper. That's the reason why right now, let me say this to you. Those of you who have been in the Lord for more than a year, for a long time and stuff, check your zeal today and check your faithfulness today. I was in this church, I came on Friday from a serious weekend. Well, no weekend, week. I got here, I saw some people, JTA, 
having night vigil. So I put my stuff down and I thought in my heart, if Jesus shall arrive, I should go and rest. But if Jesus shall arrive, I'm in the building and they are doing vigil and the general overseer, the bishop, and I'm not there. If it was Jesus who went on a trip and he came back and he saw the members praying to God, the Father, will he go to sleep? Let me tell you, I came down, I joined them. But when I joined them, I stood at the back there, they were doing the meeting. And as each one of them was leading prayer, I was hearing what God is saying about the church. But this is a meeting that should be attended by all ordained leaders in this parish. The reason why I lay hands on your head and pour the secret oil upon you is for you to be an example to those who are coming behind. It's for you to take up the cross and follow Jesus. And it was your commitment and selfless service to God that, you know, qualified that ordination. Not because you have been in church. So when God now told me to ordain you, it's because God believed that you are now very responsible and he can trust you with a legacy so that others can look at you and see how Christians should be. But some of you have failed God. You know, my position is strange on earth. My position is a doorkeeper who have access to what eternity has for mankind and then speak it to the world so that the church of God can be warned. So I do not speak about intellect. I speak about revelation that I have received from the Lord. Devil is well and happy and fine in the midst of the church of God on earth today. I told you that last Sunday, that when I was in Ireland the previous week, I was having a conversation with the Lord and I had pity on God. Because the people he has appointed and ordained disappointed and failed him very grossly. And I was asking God, who will help you really? Can what you say happen again? But Lord, he could, because you have transcended where you operate. Then I beg God that please, please, just tell me what to do for you. Anything you want me to do, whatever way I can help you in this end time, I give my life for it. Tell me anywhere we go. But you see, the voice of God is still speaking to the air. Who shall I send? Who can I depend upon? Who can I rely upon? He says, the more the prophet increase, the priest increase, the more godless they are. It should not be to you, my brother. Neither should it be to you, my sister. God is looking for men and women who are not greedy, self-centered. He's looking for men and women who he can rely upon. Coming to church on Sunday is useless. If you are not committed to God in the week. Church on Sunday, many people come. Even demons come to church. We see them sometimes, occult come to church to test power to mess about. We see them, but we allow them to hear. Because if the man that the demon is in did not hear the gospel, then God is not justified. So you have not done any good to God by coming to church on Sunday. You will do better for yourself and prepare a better habitation for your death and eternity if the Lord comes and you rapture. If you can take the gospel out of the church, and commit yourself. Now, let me show you some few things. Give me the book of Acts chapter, chapter 2 verse 42. This is not what I want to discuss with you, but I will finish everything within 30 minutes. Acts chapter 2 verse 42. Shall we read this together?
Now we were talking about this very much next 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 uh, month next week really from next Sunday. Today is the last Sunday also. Now I want to help you understand the reason why many Christians suffer. Next week, I've been teaching you that before I left. Why many Christians have great potentials but they amount little. They work hard, they read hard, they acquire hard knowledge, but people who are less knowledgeable rule over them. I will show you that. I've been showing you that since last Sunday, but I will be deeper on it. But this is the secret to, you know, God blessing a man. The first thing is devotion. Who you are devoted to determines who, who determines your life. Okay? Or determines your achievement. And these early apostles devoted themselves to apostles' teaching. But how can you be devoted to the teaching of the apostles when you are not there when the apostles are teaching? Are we together now? And then he says, to fellowship. Fellowship, I will help you understand how they were, what that interprets to literally as written in the scripture. The scripture. What is the fellowship? Fellowship is the garden of saints. Meeting in churches and meetings in home groups and meeting, you know, going for evangelism and stuff. That is fellowship. But we'll see what template the fellowship is. It says also, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. That is communion service. They never miss it. And they pray regularly. Okay. So, devotion to the teaching, to fellowship, to breaking of bread, and to um, prayer. Those are the things they did. Look at what happened the next verse. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were performed by who? The apostles. Because the people took their position in church, the, apostle, the apostles' job became narrow. Okay? So that apostles' job, according to the book of Acts chapter 6, is prayer and the word. And when the Bible says apostle there, it's not just talking about the people in the office of apostles. It's talking about those who are leaders, pastors, you know, you know ministers, evangelists, prophets. Anyone that God has sent into a position in the office as an oversight, a shepherd office. His duty is to come and pray and, um, and, uh, and uh, read the word. Now, his duty is not to do domestic issue because deacons are ordained to take care of the domestic operations in churches or departments and structure and all stuff like that. Now, and also lead prayer daily. So that it is the job of deacons and deaconesses and uh, associate pastors to lead prayer daily. It's not the job of the main man who is the resident minister. In this case, your resident minister is your oversight. Now, it is not his duty. He has passed that training. And he has shared with you his own personal experience and encounters while he was growing in the Lord, passing those through training. It is your turn to pass through the training and handle the work of God. And let me say this to you, therefore. It does not really matter if an ordained leader is not there. It is the duty of every Christian who truly loves God. Because God is the one who records your activities and your performance and stuff like that. You know, even sometimes some of you will walk and nobody recognizes it. But God is marking the register. And when the time is up, people like that, God will just appoint them and manifest some grace in them, and they will excel above everybody. It happened to me. Now, it says here, that will cause the, the gifting in the apostles to manifest, because you are praying. Like, that boy told me, Apostle, I was praying for you on Thursday. How was the meeting with the PVM? But this is the meeting with the PVM in Nigeria. People came from a, a town called Badagri, which I have been praying to break into. 
People came from another town called Ijebode. I have told you here before that when I go back to Nigeria now, we are hitting Ijebode, isn't it? Now, I can't hit that city without somebody coming from there. But the people ministers from there came from that place to the meeting on Thursday. And Ikorodu is another place, another place called Ikorodu, very fetish. All these cities I've mentioned, Badagri is the first slave trade center in Africa. It is from Badagri they take slaves to Sierra Leone. It is after Badagri was established, they established the, the, the one in, in uh, Ghana. The point of no return of Badagri, really, the first story building in Nigeria was built in Badagri because of these slave masters. Now, because of the slave masters in that region and that history, people, they are sad devils so terribly. And I've been praying to penetrate that place. They came. They came. Then people came from uh, Ijebode. I had when the king of Ijebode said publicly that this Ijebode land is for Islam. I, I wasn't told. I had him say it on television. Not in the secret. Now if the king ruler said that this place is for Islam, don't you understand? All Christians there are just uh, miserable. Unless you overturn it. And people came from there because the time has come for what God has said to be fulfilled. And then people came from Ikurudu. I used to go to Ikurudu in the 60s to do crusades with uh, the team of the evangelists. And I know that place is very deep in darkness of quarters. They came. Now, I was teaching them on Thursday for five hours. I'm talking about that boy prayed for me, he said. Five hours I was teaching the ministers. When I came to a level, ministers were weeping. I was standing before one of the ministers and I was showing them how God was disappointed. How God allowed disappointment to come to him. I showed you in the Bible. I taught you before I left. Showed you in the scriptures. And how God was not moved. And I said before him, don't give up on God. But the man had just decided to quit. And I wasn't told. When I said that, I just saw tears running out of his eyes. I don't know why he, he had to cry. It was a very impactful, successful meeting, but the young boy was praying for me. So I was very glad to share with that young boy what Jesus began to do. Now the doors of those three, you know, cities that are highly accordant is opened. And we are entering into it. I told them we are having our first major crusade in February in a place called Benue. I heard about the bombing of the, of the, of the, of the, um, you know, these terrorists in Nigeria, what they call them. Boko Haram in Nigeria. I don't care. I don't have much problem about Syria and Iraq because God has sent other people there. But it is not by mistake I was born in Nigeria and I was sent by God to United Kingdom. If anything happens in United Kingdom, I have the duty to make sure that Satan is silenced and that we are doing. And Nigeria, I have the duty to make sure that Satan is silenced. So my crusade in, in ben Benue, the next crusade we're going to Meduguri and we're going to Chibok. <coughs> Because what those people have done now is that they take children, they cast spell on them and tie a bomb on them, and the children are miserable, and they go in, lost their senses, and they terminate the bomb. Because there's a spell over them. All those young men, they, they send to bomb themselves. They are under spell, full stop. The only thing that can destroy it is an anointed man of God bringing people who are really bound for heaven 
and we go to those places, not pray from a distance, we will set our feet on the land where the devil has dominion, and we will remove him from the land, and those people that are the perpetrators of those people will get born again. That is what Jesus will do if he was alive. That is what we will do. Let me say something to you. You have not been called into a religion that is just letters. You have been called into a household that is of God and God is the father of the family. So, you and I have an obligation to God, not to man, not to ourselves. If God bless you, you were pray reading, you pray for brain, he gave you brain, he gave you success, you are looking for job, he gave you job, you are looking for health, he gave you health, you cry on him, he answer you. When will you answer his own cry? The little church he gave you, you are not you are not resident. So, if you want to see manifestation, this is it. Your devotion to God. Church. And then, it says, very miraculous things I want us to happen. Then all the believers were together and had what? Everything in common. Not something in common. Everything in common. There is true love of the saints to one another. Those who have, help those who do not have. Those who have jobs, raise those who didn't have jobs, get them in job. Those who have skill, God those who don't have skill and get them back into skill. You know, everybody had concern for one another. Anything less than that is a play. It's not a church. It's not a place where somebody grab from people and steal and lie and pajore. That's no church. No matter how many millions they are, they are useless millions. Listen to me. The Bible says everybody had everything in common. Because why? What brought them to that center point of love is devotion, okay, to the teachings of the apostles. That's the first thing. Bible study in these days every Wednesday. Where are you? Okay? Friday evening meetings is here. Where are you? 6 p.m. every day some people come to pray here. You are waiting, just relaxing and, and you know, have all manners of excuses. Think about it. And we all come to the same church and we will all die and go to the same God. Can we have the same reward? Impossible. Even on earth, somebody who has committed himself. You know when I came to do the prayer, the vigil with them, I told the people that, look, this vigil, I expect to see all ordained leaders leading you here. I said, I'm disappointed. I said, because of that, I will counsel all your, your, your Friday meet, uh, vigils so that you have only one vigil. And that one vigil, I myself will send text to them. I want to see everyone here. And all the members of this church, I will send text to them. And you know what the people said? Some of them said, Apostle Sir, said what? They said, don't counsel the other vigils because we attend every vigil. For them, I change my mind. And I think it is God who wanted to put them to test. Whether they really do the vigil from their heart. And I pronounce that those vigils should be cancelled. And I now told them that that is how I grew. That's why I have a special place before God today. Which many are coveting, but they can't enter the arena. But you have to. Which one is easier for you and I to continue in a, an easy believism uh, style with God, and we keep on struggling to no avail. Or we serve God, and God will anoint and empower us 
And favor will come for us in our offices. Look, if you go for an interview and they want to take you in a, in a big company, and when you get there, they were asking questions and you answer the questions and suddenly you talk, turn to the chief examiner uh, or interviewer or God arranged you, you meet him on the way before you came into the interview. You know, you came in, you met somebody in the lift and the Lord told you about that person. Excuse me, please. You walk here and say yes. You, your name is XYZ. You say yes. And this is what happened to you yesterday or you know, two days ago. These are the problems you have been going to say yes. Now this is what God says to me. On this day, this will happen and this will happen and this will happen. Or somebody who had a sickness in his body, you said, look, you have this sickness in your body, you are carrying it in this part of your body. He said, yeah. He said, the Lord told me to pray for you. In Jesus' name, I command that pain, and it disappeared. And you went to the interview hall, and he's the chief, chief interviewer. He asked you, what did you come to do here? Oh, I came for an interview. Oh, yeah, I work here, you know. And you enter, and it is that person you minister to. Tell me whether you get a job or not. He is the authority that will decide whether it is accepted or not. You have gotten not only the job, that person, if you say you don't want the job, he will do everything, increase as salary, do everything to make sure they receive. Because he knows, he knew what happened to him when he met you. That is what happened to Joseph. You know, the gift of God working in man eases the labor of man. But many of us don't know that. Anybody who truly serves God, people will follow him anywhere he goes. All the frustrations that you're having, if you truly serve God, you won't have it. It is not possible. Angels will see you, they see the aura in you, they will make way for you. They will turn the heart of men towards you. Angels do that all the time. People will bless you who don't want to see you. They will be happy to bless you. But angels will do that when you are committed to the work of Jesus Christ for which he died, which is the church. This is the reason why Satan doesn't want you and I to do those things. He wants us to just be patching our life until one day we grow old with all gray hair, all our bones are quick. We don't have strength to do anything anymore. Then we start saying, that, ah, I want to serve God. It's too late. If you look at that scripture, it says, they shut everything together and come on. And then the next verse tells me that selling their possession and goods, they gave to everyone as he had needs. <laughs> That is interesting. But some are amassing the wealth. When the wealth is to be distributed. If wealth was amassed for investment, so that through the investment, you can be a blessing to many, it's sensible. But if you are amassing wealth just for no reason, like wealth that you can die, especially when you have wealth and you are amassing it, you put them in so many banks, your wife don't know about it, your children don't know about it, the most foolish man. Because what my king says is that he will call us for your life in the midnight. You will not have opportunity to go and tell them that this is where my money is. Wherever you are going, you will see your money language, your labor wasted for fire, you know, fuel for, for, the, for the firewood, like as I call it. Many already are regretting after their death like this. So when you have wealth, you must have wealth for a constructive reason. And for the purpose of you invest in it so that you can help other people. But if it is take, take, take. And let me say this to you. Where you have little, if you don't know how to give, God will not take you to where you have abundance. Impossible because they will not give. God don't waste his, his wealth. Someone says, I don't have enough. The Bible says continuous poverty. But someone says, the Bible says someone scatters and he gathers. A giver is a giver when he doesn't have nothing. Not when he has a lot. 
And what you cannot practice when you had nothing, it, can be, it will be far from you where you, if you are wealthy. And look at what the Bible says. This is talking about the extent of love and hospitality. The next verse says, Every day they continue to meet together in the temple courts. Are we together now? So you, you see the definition of the fellowship in 42? That fellowship interprets to, are we together now? Am I speaking to you? Are you, are you hearing me? All right. God, sometimes when I speak, I, I'm away from the environment myself. I'm speaking, I'm hearing, and trying to understand also what I'm hearing. So, therefore, look at what it says here. Every day. How many days? How many days? Where did they go? The temple. Church. So CFT have prayer here every day, 6 p.m. I want to show you what happened to their daily church going. Some say church, church, church. Muslims go to mosque every day. Some of them two times, three times a day. Talk less Christian. Christians are supposed to be the one they use, for example, to Muslims. And someone says that how could some of them give their life for what they believe? These guys worship their God. Whatever you worship, you die for. Look at what he says here. Every day they continued, not they, they attended the temple. I love the word continue. It didn't say every day they attended the temple. Every day they continue. That is a progressive action. They continue to attend the temple daily. And then they broke bread in their homes. So they had communion in church and they have communion at home. Father, mother, and children break bread together. The communion at church went home. So in a family, there is bonding love. You don't have quarrel today, fights tomorrow. They love one another. Why they could love one another was because they truly love God. And when each individual truly falls in love with God, and you get to that bonding, you will love one another at home. You know, there'll be understanding between husband and wife. You will be having today quarrel, tomorrow headache, next tomorrow peace and so It shouldn't be the life of a Christian. Are we together now? I have five more minutes. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with what? Sincere, glad and sincere heart. Now look at the next one. I love this. Shall we do it together? Praising God. And enjoy what favor. Stop. <laughs> you know what I was telling you? That is what is written. You want to enjoy favor of all people? Devote yourself to the teachings of the apostles, to fellowship, to breaking of bread, to prayer. Attend the temple daily. And then you have favor with all people. A person who has favor with all people, can you be jobless? Can someone swindle you? If somebody stole your right, with tears, they will beg you and give it to you and pay interest. Because of the hand of favor. People will feel so sad. If people are rogues and they are, many people work for them and they refuse to pay others. If they refuse to pay you and it gets to their boss, because you have favor, their boss will weep. Ah, you can do it to everybody, not that man. Go and give him his money. Their boss will come and now give you personal, you know, pacifier that look, for delaying your money, take. 
Favor of God cannot be quantified. You know, I, I wish that you know what I'm talking about. I wish you understand me. Oh, look into some people who had such favor. And the Lord added to their number. Daily. Because they pray what? Daily. They sought God what? Daily. God added. They didn't do leaflets. They didn't do track. They didn't have television to advertise. People came by themselves. Where they see what Christianity is. Because those people who are in the church at that time, the love they have for God reflected in their community. It reflected in their offices. You know, they are arguing with you whether there is God or there is no God. It's because you, the glory is not upon you. When people see the glory, they can't, they can't talk. Than to just say, oh, you are a child of God. We are sinners. That's what they will say by the glory. Are we together now? These people that the Bible talks about is the purpose for this church. You will get there. But this is the way. I don't have voodoo to give you. If I do have, I will not go and be destroying voodoo all, all over the world. But I have a power that I can give you. That you will never regret it. I tell you. It eases your life completely. It eases your family. You enjoy what is called life. Life. I don't believe that anybody enjoys life if you cannot see angels and have encounters of God. I don't believe you enjoy life. What makes you happy? If you cannot know your tomorrow. By the Holy Spirit. And tragedies are striking your door without your knowledge. How is that in conformity with the word of God? He said the lion has roared. Who would not but speak? Listen to me. The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy 29.9. Things that are hidden belong to God. But things will be belong to you. You, 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 you who believe in God. So why should mysteries surround your family, surround your marriage, surround your, your extended relationship? It is not by God. You can penetrate it. You can know those things. You don't need gift to know them. You only need to obey the word of God. And you know them. The church of God have sat on the face too long taking the crumbs that fall from the table. No more. Let us call it space paid. If you will worship God, worship Him. You are serve God, serve Him. This is the only way to serve Him. Did you see that now? And the Lord added to them that my five minutes is over. It remained two minutes. <laughs> Do you know why I'm saying all this? I want you to succeed. I want you. I want any member of CSC anywhere they flag you. I can say to the devil, "Do your worst." I know he can handle you. That's what I want to see. Not a church that fast and pray when there is problem. No. Every four second thought. I told you. Fast. Simple as ABC. Even if it's just one day. 24 hours. Forget about food. What are you doing with food? Who told you you would die if you don't eat for 24 hours? There are people. I saw them on television since I came since yesterday. There is, there is a place in Afghanistan. They were talking about it in BBC this morning when I was driving down. That they took some people who they call mad and they give them pepper only and the pepper and water for 40 days. What about the man in, in Israel, this Palestinian man, who didn't eat for how many days? About 90 days or whatever. These people are, are, are going with empty belly over nothing and getting, get, getting the favor of man and getting the nation to reverse what they have determined. How do you think that you're fasting? will not touch the heart of the Father in heaven. 
You don't need to go for all those days. One day, two days, lock up yourself. You reach it. I want every one of us to be solution. Anywhere I go in the world, you know it. When people see anybody who says that I'm a member of CFT, they expect some things from you. They expect like your father, Apostle Williams. And I do not hide anything from you, which is between me and the father. And this is the easy way I will together now. We agree that we will do it together. I say we agree we'll do it together. We agree we'll do it together. I say we agree we'll do it together. We agree we'll do it together. Tell the Lord for me and my house, the Lord shall we serve. As for me and my house, the Lord shall we serve. As for me and my house, the Lord shall we serve. As for me and my house, the Lord shall we serve. As for me and my house, the Lord shall we serve. As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Don't let anything hold you. There is much work to be done. Say, shall we stand up together? We're going to pray for ourselves. What I wanted to progress with you today was the message I started teaching you last week. But I will go on with it next week. That is the three ingredients you need to operate God. Number one is what? Holiness. Without widow man. Number two is what? Faith. Without with no man. What do you do with faith? Please God. Holiness, seek God. Faith, please God. Holiness, seek God. Faith, please God. And the third one is what? Believe. Believe. Without which man shall not see the glory. We are going to pray for ourselves that the Lord should wake us up from slumber. Every one of us. We are, we are to go to a higher degree. I pray for myself that God should wake me up from slumber. Because there are higher degrees. I've seen men who I read in the Bible reach. And I want to reach it. I want to reach it before I die. Physical death. And the Lord doesn't come. So we're going to pray, Lord, help us here to serve you. Help us here not to be overcome by the devil. Shall we begin to pray in the name of Jesus? Our God, our Redeemer, we pray. Help us to serve you. Help us, oh God. Help us to commit our hearts to you. Tell the Lord, help my soul to be strong, to seek your face. In this church, let me be a pillar. 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 In this house, let me be a pillar. Let me be a pillar. Lord, let me be a pillar. Let my children be pillar. My husband, my wife. Let us be a pillar in this house, oh God. Let us be a pillar in the kingdom of God. Break every chain, Lord Jesus. Help your people, oh God, to serve you. My, my, my. Father, we pray. Let us ask God for strength of, your, of the Spirit. Send in our spirit, O oh God. Send in our arm, O oh God. Tell the Lord, send in our zeal, O oh God. Help us to love you, Father. Help us to serve you, Jesus. Oh God, Redasso Bradiganda. Lord, we pray thee, we pray thee, we pray thee, we pray thee, we pray thee. Deliver us from every form of apathy. 
ये लॉर्ड फादर वी थैंक यू इन जीजस अनाइटेड ने वी आर प्रेइंग लॉर्ड आई प्रे फॉर ऑल दीज पीपल It is better for one to be sick but be faithful to to God and die with sickness than to live and not be faithful and have good health that is why you said it is better for your hand to be cut off so that you enter heaven maimed than to have your two hands and then you lose eternity for what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul so jesus i pray for this once for their sake you died and you revealed to me on the 17th of june about this house and everyone here apart and those who will come thereafter father may you fulfill that which you have revealed I prophesy over your life the last few days of July shall bring empowerment from heaven for you. The last few days of July you will have encounters of the Lord. It is the month of revelation. This month will not pass before you have encounters of the Lord Jesus. May the glory of heaven rest upon you. May the power of the most high overshadow you. May the Lord grant you consciousness of his return if anyone under my voice is sick all the word of god i quoted i send them to attack in families your sickness are taken away every form of pain i cause them to be removed from their roots in the mighty name of jesus christ anyone that is bound by the devil with chains i command chains to be consumed not just the broken i command them to be consumed totally Father God if anyone is being hemmed by the devil I bind every evil spirit I command the rust of God upon them I command the cage around men to be broken down and I loose you from every form of bondage As the king of heaven lives as you enter the new month Isaiah 45 verse 3 shall be fulfilled over you The Lord will give you the treasures of darkness the riches that are stored in secret places the lord will go before you into the new month and open double doors he will break down the gates of bronze and cut to the bars of iron so shall it be for you this week will be a week of testimony as this friday is the overcomers vigil of the seventh month and god had made covenant with us about the seventh month like looking into a television god will reveal your life Like looking into television it will reveal his purpose for you. Like looking into the mirror God will reveal yourself to your destiny. Everything you need to attain what God had planned. The Lord God the Father by the Holy Spirit in encounters of day and night he shall reveal them to you. When we meet on Friday you will have a testimony. I say when we shall meet on Friday you will have a testimony. and the king of heaven shall be glorified amen. in jesus holy and anointed name we pray amen. somebody say amen. amen somebody say amen, amen.
Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah forevermore. Let's take our seats in the heaven.